Tonight, you too can have Deadpool's head. DC invites you into the Fandome, and we remember the man who brought you bat nipples. All that and more on this comic book edition of Multiverse Tonight! Comic books, sci-fi, fantasy, and more. If you're looking for a roundup of geeky news, you're in the right place. This is Multiverse Tonight. And here's your host, Thomas Townley. Hi, welcome all to the to the comic book edition of Multiverse Tonight, episode eighty-three. Getting closer to a hundred. Um, not much to, to speak of at the top of the show, you know, other than the you know weird world we're in now. You know, I could show the folks at home a couple of pops here. I got, I got uh, the uh, tattoo and Mister Work pops for Fantasy Island. Hmm, maybe that's where I should put my second, second, uh, <laughs> my second camera. Have those aimed at the, uh, aimed at my Funko Pops there beside my desk. Give you something else to watch there than my head. Anyway, um, but doing okay. Uh, you know, had a little, you know, problems with my new car. Had to take it into the shop. Turns out the, uh, Transmission control module is hanging on by just one bolt, so it's going. It's going to be expensive to replace. Luckily, uh, my mother-in-law is, is a great woman. Uh, she's working. She uh, got a hold of of the of the person at the right right place, and they're trying to help me out. So hopefully, you know, it won't be eight hundred dollars. You know, maybe it'll be five hundred dollars. But uh, you know, it is what it is. Anyway. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, get on with some Marvel news. Now, uh, we start Marvel news tonight asking, would you like to get a head? How about Deadpool's head? Well, now you can. Hasbro has unveiled the Marvel Legends interactive electronic Deadpool head. Now, here's the official details. Quote, the Marvel Legends Deadpool head is a premium electronic interactive app enhanced collectible with over 600 S sound effects and phrases, multiple sensors and motors to expressive for expressive movement. The free app sets Deadpool up to play pranks, insult your friends and loved ones, or wake you up every morning, even, maybe even, on time. The head is in uh, full scale it's uh, fully interactive with a free app that will allow you to make wake up to uh, make wade tell jokes pranks and insults unquote now you can order him from stores like entertainment earth amazon best buy and walmart for the <coughs> low low price of $99.99 now it'll be released in stores in september now, also coming out is a brand new set of Marvel Legends figures, including Pirate Deadpool, Warpath, Blue Deadpool, Shikla, with the Jeff the Baby Land Shark, Sunspot, Maverick, and Black Tom Cassidy, that come together to form an X-Factor Strong Guy Build-A-Figure. 
you know, everyone wants to have Deadpool's, you know, head on a, you know, on a swivel. Well, now you can. The NBA wants to resume the season with eight games followed by a 16-game playoff. Now, in order to do this and to ensure that the players don't get exposed to COVID-19, the players would have to be sequestered at Disney World Resorts in Orlando, Florida, and the season, so to speak, would be played at ESPN's Worldwide Sports at Disney World. So what does this have to do with geek news? Well, the teams will need entertainment as they won't be able to get out. So entertainment will have to be given to them, including getting to see Marvel's Black Widow about two months before it's released to the general public. Now, how will they keep the players from spoiling it for the rest of us is, okay, let's face it, they'll, they'll spoil it for the rest of us. Maybe sh- they should rethink the idea, you know? Black Widow is due out in theaters on November 5th. Meanwhile, new content must be made, especially new Marvel movies. Now, according to star Selma Hayek, Marvel's The Eternals will be doing reshoots soon. Posting to Instagram, quote, In anticipation of reshoots, I finally had to do my roots, quote, with pics of her hair before and after. The Eternals had managed to wrap up principal photography before the pandemic shut down all productions everywhere. But they uh, still have a bit of time to complete everything. The Externals is set to be released into theaters two days before my next birthday, February 12th, 2021. Marvel's big 2020 event, Empire, will kick off next month. The story will draw upon the Kree Skrull War and Planet Hulk and the Young Avengers for inspiration. Here's the blurb, quote, Empire. The legendary epic that will shatter the Marvel Universe will at last land in comic book shops this July, after millennia of war, Emperor Hulkling has united the Korean Skrull empires into one powerful alliance, and only the Avengers and Fantastic Four stand in their path as their armada bears down upon the Earth. Be sure to read Empire No. 1 on sale July 15th in comic shops and on the Marvel Comics app to find out. Ooh. Isn't every event supposed to be, uh, you know, shattering? Isn't that the point of events? The Marvel Hulk... The Let's try that one again. The Immortal Hulk is ending with issue number 50. But never fear, Marvel Comics is making She-Hulk immortal. A one-shot tying up the Empire crossover with from Al Ewing and John Davis Hunt with a cover by Immortal Hulk artist Joe Bennett, we'll see the events of Empire and their lasting effects upon Jennifer Walters' life. The synopsis reads like this, In the wake of Empire, Jennifer Walters goes immortal! The events of Empire have changed everything for Jennifer Walters. Now she seems to have a new lease on life, but things are never that simple for the Gamma-powered. Al Ewing gives She-Hulk the immortal treatment with a horrifying standalone tale. Unquote. She-Hulk. Smash. I don't know. I, me personally, I've always liked She-Hulk when written by Peter David. I just, you know, when she's not written by Peter David, eh, it's not really my cup of tea. Anyway, let's go to some DC comic news. The Why the Last Man series, originally picked up by FX, has been moved exclusively to the FX on Hulu tab on Hulu instead of airing on FX itself. 
This announcement comes as part of Hulu's Upfronts presentation. Now also moved to FX on Hulu is the American Horror Story spin-off series, American Horror Stories. A release window for either series has not been given. Hmm. Now, uh, DC Comics and HBO Max are joining forces for a new digital comic series called To The Max, a comic book series featuring stories about ordinary people reaching their maximum potential when they get transformed into extraordinary superheroes with the help of Max the Dog. To The Max. Max the Dog. Get it? Anyway, these series will be a free download and will be uh, short with uh, three to eight three eight-page chapters featuring three people who meet Max the dog and gain different superpowers. And to tie it into HBO Max, the comics are filled with Easter eggs and nods to shows on HBO Max, like Friends, Game of Thrones, etc., etc., etc. Yep, you, you got it, folks. It's an ad shaped like a comic. Who knows? This might be interesting. Uh, you can find it on the DC Comics website. And uh, if... DC teaming up with HBO Max wasn't enough for you. How about DC teaming up with Spotify to make exclusive podcasts? Spotify, DC, and Warner Brothers have announced a multi-year partnership to produce a lineup of audio dramas featuring DC characters. Additionally, Spotify expects to draw on Warner Brothers, other titles to create more standalone series. Now, Spotify hasn't said when the first DC podcast will arrive, but what is known is that Spotify will handle the marketing, advertising, and distribution, and Warner Brothers subsidiary Blue Ribbon Content will create and produce the shows. Now, Spotify, if you want to acquire this show, I'll need at least six figures on that check. Time Time's wasting. Any day now. Nah. DC Comics has postponed the six-issue sequel to Brian Michael Bendis' Event Leviathan, Event Leviathan, Checkmate, so that the series can be, quote, rescheduled to align with the upcoming DC Universe storylines, unquote. Now, the series has been delayed a couple of times now. It was first expected on April 22nd, then moved to June 2nd, and now postponed indefinitely. Event Leviathan Checkmate is supposed to set up a new Checkmate team composed of Green Arrow, Talia Al Ghul, The Question, and Lois Lane. So, you know, let's uh, hope this doesn't just drop off the face of the earth, I guess. Now, virtual conventions seem to be the thing to do now that gathering together in a large convention center is not really a good idea. Warner Brothers has announced its own virtual con, DC Fandom Dome 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 Dome. Fandom sounds like a post-apocalyptic geek battle arena, by the way. Just saying. Now, are you going to the Fandom tonight? Barry's challenged Chuck to a duel. Yeah. Anyway, DC Fandom will be a 24-hour, one-day event on August 22nd, starting at 10, p- 10 a.m. Pacific Time, and is open to everyone across the globe. Now, let's hope they br- they brought plenty of extra servers. The event will allow fans to see highly anticipated announcements, exclusive footage, and news from WB Games, film, TV, and comics, and will have panels with casts and creators from DC shows, including the much-bellyhooed Snyder Cut of Justice League, now, Warner Brothers CEO and chairwoman Anne Sarnoff said in a statement, quote, 
There is no fan like a DC fan. For more than 85 years, the world has turned to DC's inspiring heroes and stories to lift us up and entertain us. And this massive immersive digital event will give everyone new ways to personalize their journey through the DC universe without lines, without tickets, and without boundaries. With DC Fandom, we're able to give fans from around the world an exciting and unparalleled way to connect with all their favorite DC characters, as well as the incredible talent who bring them to life on the page and screen. Unquote. Now, there weren't much more details past that, but uh, when we get those details, we'll let you know. Now, let's go to the geek news. IDW is working on a new comic book based on R.L. Stein's Goosebumps. The five-part Goosebumps Secrets of the Swamp will be the third Goosebumps series that IDW has done since they got the rights to it in 2017. Now, this miniseries will be done by Marika Najkamp, who wrote the Oracle Code graphic novel for DC and illustrated by Yasmin Flores Montez, with colors by Rebecca Nolte. In a statement, Najkamp said, quote, I have, found, I have fond memories of Goosebumps, terrifying me as a child, as a kid, and I'm thrilled to get to play around in Fever Swamp now. Secret is a story about all about finding your place in a new town, figuring out who your friends are, and dealing with the deadly monsters that lurk in the shadows. With the Yasmin, with the Yasmin brought, bringing the characters to life in such a wonderful way, I hope you'll get caught in its snare too. Of course, in Fever Swamp, all secrets have sharp teeth. So best be careful you don't get bitten. Unquote. Goosebumps Secrets of the Swamp comes out in September. The Emerald City Comic Con 2020 has been cancelled. The Seattle Con was originally scheduled for March 12th to the 15th, but was rescheduled because of the coronavirus concerns. Now, it was going to be on August 21st to the 23rd, but now that's been cancelled to re- be replaced by a digital event in August. The 2021 edition will be March 4th to the 7th. All tickets for the cancelled con will be refunded. Daria, the 90s MTV animated show, is getting a spin-off. MTV Studios has announced the adult animated series will star Tracy Ellis Ross from Blackish as Jody. The show will follow Jody as she graduates from college and enters the complicated real world. The series is, will be created by Grace Edwards, who will also be its head writer. The air date has yet to be announced. Well, that might be interesting. I've, I always had a thing for Daria. That's a good show. Dungeons & Dragons is getting its own cookbook. Tencent Press is making Heroes Feast, the official Dungeons & Dragons cookbook. It will have 80 recipes based on the cultures and monsters found in the game. Now, the book was written by Kyle Newman, John Peterson, and Michael Whitner, the team behind Dungeons & Dragons Art and Arcana. There are recipes for snacks, main courses, desserts, and drinks, each with a story about the dishes such as Bitopian Shepherd's Bread, Iron Rations, Savory Hand Pies, and Hogs and Bed Rolls, Amphil Braised Beef, Homelet Golden Brown Roasted Turkey, Drow m- Mushroom Steaks, and Moonshave s- uh, s- Seafood Risotto, Hmm, that kind of reminds me I haven't had lunch yet. Now, desserts and cocktails include Heartland's Rose Apple and Blackberry Pie, Yawning Portal Biscuit, and Chilton Zombie. The book can be pre-ordered now at Amazon for the low, low price of $35, 
and will come out on October 25th. Now, uh, Free Comic Book Day has gotten fat in quarantine, and it will now be Free Comic Book Summer. Yay! Diamond Comic Distributors has announced that the event will take place in comic book stores across the country with brand new free comics every week from July to September. Retailers will receive five to six free titles in their weekly shipments, and there will be 45 titles total from publishers like Marvel, Image, Boom, Dark Horse, IDW, DC, and much more. The event will start on July 15th. Now, we'll have a list of the comics when they arrive in stores in the show notes. And uh, it is a a long, long list. There's about, I'd say, five to six comics in each week. So, all the way up to September. So, uh, be sure to uh, check out the show notes and uh, find out when a comic you might like will be coming to you. Now, here's... Uh, Something you didn't expect. Nickelodeon is bringing back the Smurfs to television. The network announced that LAFIC Belgium and IMPS will will produce the new series. Now, this will be a CG animated series that will debut in 2021, with a new line of toys arriving in stores in 2022. How Smurfy. Disney has a new animated feature planned from Zootopia directors Byron Howard and Jared Bush. According to Disney Insider, Enchanto, which translates as charm in English, quote, centers on a young girl and her family in Brazil who all have magical powers. Sadly, the young girl has no powers. The film's music will be done by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Unquote. Now, uh, no word on when it's expected in theaters, but Disney Insider seems to think that it will be a November 2021 release. You know, I'm, I think that might be interesting. I, you know, I like Lin-Manuel Miranda's stuff. I'm especially uh, looking forward to seeing Hamilton on Disney Plus in a few days. Aren't you? The Writers Guild of America West has reached a five and a quarter million dollar settlement with Disney over interest on late residuals owed on The Simpsons, Family Guy, The Cleveland Show, American Dad, and Futurama. Now the Guild says that this is the largest interest-only settlement in history. Now they've already now they've already written 250 such checks, and I'm sure the with the shutdown that money is really really needed right now. Now, Fox has also uh, said that they've renewed its newest animated show, The Great North, even before it's premiered. The show comes from Bob Berger's creator, Lauren Bouchard, and will be a mid-season replacement and with uh, shows and shows how Fox is aggressively ramping up its slate of animated shows. The Great North is about the Alaskan adventures of the Tobin family. Beef is the dad, played by Nick Offerman. His daughter Judy, played by Jenny Slate, has artistic dreams of wanting out of the family fishing boat and into the mall. Rounding out the family is Judy's older brother Wolf, played by Will Forte, and his fiancée Honeybee, played by Dulce Sloan. Middle brother Ham, played by Peter Rust, and then your then the older older the old little brother, played by Moon, called Moon, played by Aparna Nacharla. Judy gets advice from her boss. Allison, played by Megan Mullally, and her imaginary friend singer, Alison Morse. Oh. Yeah. 
Alanis Morissette, voiced by Alanis herself. Now that sounds interesting. I I, I like uh, I like uh, all the uh, stuff from Bob's Burgers and you know. Wish I could see that Central Park series, but that's on Apple TV. Uh, I have enough streaming services already. The new SpongeBob SquarePants movie, Sponge on the Run, is running away from movie theaters, and will instead premiere on digital, instead in early 2021, before going to CBS All Access. The movie was originally going to theaters on Memorial Day, but was going to be rescheduled for August 7th, and now, well, it's uh, gone straight to the people. Oh, good. Yeah. I th- I think they'll make more money doing it through digital digital in theaters anyway. Yeah. I think I'm going to break down for a second. I think that that certain movies are going to go straight to digital now, and basically, big blockbuster movies are the ones that are always going to go to a theater first. You know. So your smaller smaller movie will just go the go the digital route. The big movie like Tenant will will go first to a big screen because that's what's built for. Anyway, I'll get off my get off the little soapbox here, and uh, we'll go to our final story tonight. Joel Schumacher, a man who has been both loved and reviled by fans and critics alike, has passed away. Joel was born in New York City and studied fashion, earning a Bachelor in Fine Arts degree from the Fashion Institute of Technology in New York. Now, after working in the fashion industry for a while, working for Revlon and Bendel's department store, he realized his passion for filmmaking and moved to L.A. where he began his media work as a costume designer, working for movies like Woody Allen's Sleeper. Now, Schumacher's first screenplay came in 1976 with the musical drama Sparkle. He also wrote screenplays for Car Wash and The Wiz. Yes, that The Wiz. He finally got his big screen directorial debut with The Incredible Shrinking Woman with Felicity Tomlin. Now, the rest of the 80s saw him make films like DC Cab, St. Elmo's Fire, and The Lost Boys. Now, in the 90s, he would direct movies like Flatliners, Falling Down, Dying Young, The Client, A Time to Kill, and gained the ire of Batman fans everywhere, directing Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, which effectively ended the 80s Batman franchise. Now, he even admitted years later that he shouldn't have listened to the studio execs who wanted more of a kid's movie. Now, in the 2000s, Joel slowed down being more selective in what he made. Uh, This century saw Tigerland, Phone Booth, The Phantom of the Opera, which he also executive produced the music, The Number 23, and Trespass. He also made music videos for In Excess, Lenny Kravitz, Seal, The Smashing Pumpkins, Bush, and The Killing Floor. He passed away on June 22nd after a years-long battle with cancer. He was 80 years old. And that brings us to the end of the comic book news. Now, be sure to check us out on social media. We're at Twitter, at Multiverse Tom. We're also on Facebook and Instagram. And that brings us to the end of the comic book news. 
Now, be sure to check us out on social media. We're at Twitter, at Multiverse Tom. We're also on Facebook and Instagram as well. And if you'd like to contribute to the program, uh, please visit mtpodcast.com to go to the Coffee, Patreon, and Glow.fm links. Or, or just go to Multiverse Tonight and hit the Support Me link at the top of the page. Or uh, hit the Support Me button in many of the uh, podcast players nowadays. And uh, be sure to check us out at multiversetonight.com to check out the affiliate marketplace links, the link to the Tee Public store, our show notes, and so much more. And if you're a subscriber, be sure to share us with your friends. Share us with as many friends as you feel as you uh, can get a hold of. And if you're brand new to the show, still share us with your friends, but be sure to subscribe as well and leave us with some feedback and let let me know how we're doing. You know, I'd, I'd love to know uh, your perspective on some of the stories I've read today. Now, special thanks to Shane Ivers for our intro music and Lobo Loco for our outro theme music. Thanks for watching the comic book edition of Multiverse Tonight. We'll be back in just two weeks with the sci-fi edition. Now, please, exit the universe in orderly fashion. Good night. Multiverse Tonight is a production of Half-Baked Genre Productions. Copyright 2020. All rights. Reserved.